the pain of living the life I was living became greater than the pain it would take to put in the effort to build the life I wanted. Is at this point in my life, I've decided, right? It's not like a predestined thing. It's just something that I've decided. It's to spread the awareness to young adults and teenagers that there's a different path than the 40-hour week for 40 years. Happy Monday, everybody. I hope you guys have enjoyed your weekend. I had a fantastic weekend. In fact, in between the last podcast that I released on Friday and the one today, I released a course to help people, you specifically, start a virtual assisting agency. Many of you know that I've been in that game for a long time. Uh, I help business owners scale their businesses through taking those tasks off their plate that they don't have time to do or or they don't want to deal with. Um, It was really successful for my wife and I. And so I created a little course, a very affordable course to help you guys uh, achieve those same results. So you can snag that on Gumroad. The link will be in the description below, but it's something that I'm super proud of. It's as low as 15 bucks to start your own virtual assisting agency. I know that sounds crazy to believe, but I wanted to give this knowledge out. Uh, It shouldn't be worth 15, but it is. So, and it will always stay that way. And if you can't afford it, email me because I want to help you out. So go check that out on Gumroad, uh, on my website, daltonkjensen.com, if that's easier for you to find. And with all that being said, let me introduce my next guest, Anthony Huffman, who is a really good friend of mine. He is an agency owner. He's a coach of an agency, uh, coach for agency owners, excuse me. And he's a really fun individual, fun to be around, a lot of good insight, really, really cool experience to have him on and talk with him about entrepreneurship, about building a business and what all that takes. So strap in, buckle up, whatever you got to do. This is going to be a great episode. Make sure that if you love this, share it with your friends. And without further ado, Anthony Huffman. Thank you so much. Welcome, everybody. This is Don Jensen, and you're tuning into The Thinking Project. Twitch has the best uh, stuff. Like, I get the best, uh, the most viewers off of Twitch. (laughs) Yeah, get engagement off of Twitch and everything, dude. It's uh, it's bananas. So, well, Anthony, welcome, brother. Dude, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely, man. Freaking love it. Uh, well, you when you reached out on Facebook, I had to, man. I had to, I had to get give love. And actually, Jacob tagged me in your post, mm. which I thought I, I I assumed we were cool, oh, right? Yeah. And I thought, and I've talked to Jacob about this, but I wasn't sure because the because of the whole the whole mobile detailing. Yeah. Oh, I was like, oh, I was like, dude, that if was anybody's at fault, if anybody's at fault for how that ended up, <laughs> I will take accountability uh, <laughs> Me too. For, for not setting expectations properly with Jacob. Like, yeah, like that could have worked out. It really was like on the edge, bro. It was like, yeah, right we were there. there. We were right like, there. He just had to double down. Right. And yeah. he didn't want to double down. And I I'm don't like, think, yeah, that was a tough one though, because I'll take responsibility for that too. A lot of, it was crazy, man. Dude, hiring people right now anyways, like, we were doing that. Yeah, it's like ridiculous, like everywhere. Like, people are like, dude, I'll pay you whatever you want if you can find me people. I'm like, I'm I'm trying, man. I've been trying. You can, yeah. 
What do you do? What do you think it, what do you think it is? Why do you think people don't want to work? No, okay. Time out. Yeah. It's not that they don't want to work. Yeah. It's why can't the, we find people to work? To work. Yeah. You know why? Because like what's happening is a shift in the consciousness of like our society. Okay. In my opinion. Um, like everybody sees their value at this point. Right. So anybody that's worth anything is like, well, screw it. Why don't I just go do it myself? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can go start my own fencing company and make a lot more twice as much. Like, like my wife or ex-wife, she was like a house cleaner. Yeah. And, and she was making like, when she started, it was like 14, 15 bucks an hour. Right. The, the company's charging 35, 40 an hour. Okay. Yeah. And so like she did that for a year and she's like, screw this. Like I'm going to go make the 35. And now she's, she's doing her own thing. Like we've got some plans to, to leave the country for a bit, but like, um, she, so she's not pushing it super hard, but like the economy in Utah specifically for like house cleaning, unbelievable, bro. Like she's not even trying and she's got like consistent work. It's really cool. Yeah. But like, um, yeah, I don't know. That's crazy, man. Yeah. So, uh, that, that's a good point though, especially with a lot of these people, uh, who are doing like the trades. Right. Like, yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. Like house cleaning or car detailing or <laughs> everybody like, like that, everybody dude. that that can do a good job just wants to do it themselves yeah. you know what i mean like and that's the way our i feel like our work environment is shifting yeah you know like our our the way society's viewing things yeah. i don't know like you get a tra- like i don't know if this is okay to say <laughs> but <laughs> i'm going to say it go ahead man um so a uh, for, for 12 months before I started this digital marketing agency that I'm running right now, I was a Mason, right? No experience, <laughs> nothing. Like I just responded to some job posting on Indeed. Okay. Some dude's like, like, I'll train you, whatever. Just like, I need somebody with these skills. Like if you can climb on a roof and you're not afraid of heights, like, <laughs> come on. I was like, all right, well, like I told him in my interview, I was like, I did a bunch of parkour when I was younger, skateboarding. He's like, <laughs> he's like, cool. You got good ankles. You're stable. You're hired. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. like, that's all I needed. <laughs> well, anyways, like, Became the dude's like right hand man, like um, grew through the company and whatnot. But like, I was in charge of different um, uh, 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 crews, right? Like setting up this crew, setting up this crew. Like my my role in the company evolved, right? Yeah. And like, dude, literally, like the only people we could find. Like, I was trying to hire consistently for for like nine months, just job postings, always on. We're sponsoring them on Facebook. We're sponsoring them, meaning like putting money behind them on Facebook, money behind them on uh, uh, Indeed. Indeed. Yeah, exactly. All of them, dude. Like, and nothing like literally like the part where I was like, I don't know if this is okay to say (laughs) all we could find were crackheads, bro. Dead serious, bro. Like literally doing like shooting up heroin on the job site in front of people. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, you can't do that. No, bro. man. And I'm like, I'm like, why can't we find anybody better than this? Like, yeah. we, we've hired from like Home Depot parking lot. We've hired from Indeed. We've yeah. hired from Facebook. We've hired referrals, like yeah. friends of friends. Like nobody works. I don't know what it is, man. I really, I don't like it's, it's, it's a bizarre thing. And then they're talking about this um, job like Exodus that's going to happen. Like oh, they're, predi- they're predicting like just oh, massive coming. amounts of people just leaving, it's which coming. is, which is weird. Why is it happening so late? I don't know. No, dude. dude well, it's, maybe well, not. Maybe it's, not. It's been building, bro. Like 
Are you kidding That's me? True. I'm on, I'm on this side of the table, like pushing for this. I'm like, <laughs> why the F is it taking so long? Like, really? Yeah. Like, man, like here, get closer to that mic, homie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> You're good, dude. I like but, uh, to lay back, you know, yeah. like, like, here, here we go. <laughs> Check this out. All right. So for real though, like, yeah, I don't know. Where, where was I? You were talking about, you're on this side of the, the table talking about how uh, you want it to be quicker. Why is it taking so long? Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. like um, the exodus. Yeah. Like, the, the job exodus. Yeah. 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 Like the shift is coming. Right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to, I'm a big proponent of the anti 40 hour a week for 40 years. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm on that side too. Yeah, yeah, that's the exodus. It's coming, bro. Everybody's like, why don't, why would I freaking go to college when 70% of the things that I'm being taught in, or 70% 70 of the things that are being taught in college are things that are going to be automated in 15, 20 years. Sure. Like, Like, by the time you graduate, you get your career established right at your peak gone. Yeah. Everything's out. Yeah. Like, like, and people are starting to see it. Right. Like I saw this like a long time ago and, yeah. and that's why I've been on this side of the fence. Like the, like get out of the 40, like my, my whole family was just so indoctrinated with going to work on, uh, our local, uh, air force base, Hill air force base. Yeah. Everybody in my family's worked there. My dad came from a family of 10. Oh right? wow. Everybody worked there. Dude. <laughs> Most of them worked uh, at the military base. Yeah. And like, they're all like, go get a job, go get a job on base. Like anytime I was out of work, Hey, the base is hiring. And I'm like, you people don't even realize like yeah. every time you're not paying attention and you're just like, you know, uh, 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 you know, talking normally, you're complaining about how you hate your job. How you hate, <laughs> you hate the people you work with, the environment you're in, the lack of impact you have. Like mm-hmm. you're, What's up, everybody? I wanted to interrupt this podcast to let you know about a new course that I recently launched called Starting Your Own Virtual Assistant Agency. And it's absolutely wonderful. It worked wonders for me. Uh, It made me over 1500 bucks a month in steady income that I could do on the side. And this course is for everybody who wants to network. Maybe you're a stay-at-home parent. Maybe you want to break into another industry. This is exactly how you do it. I'm going to teach you how to start it up how to land your first client, negotiate first deal, uh, what skills you need, all that good stuff. You can find the link for that in the description below of this podcast. And when you use code THINK10, you can save 10% off any package. On top of all of that, when you buy a package, you get lifetime updates absolutely free. And really, it's the most affordable way to start a business. So what are you waiting for? Click that link in the description below, and I'll see you guys on the other side. You're you're complaining about the slavedom you've committed yourself to, and <laughs> yeah. yet uh, at the same time you're trying to get me to submit myself to that as well. No, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you, dude. I think one of the biggest things, and I was talking to, uh, I was just had a podcast the other day about this. Um, yeah, we just had this. We were talking about something different, but it reminded me, like while we were having this conversation, it reminded me of how the lack of transparency, I think people are just fed up with like the lack of transparency from companies, like just in general, I'm not even talking about big corporations. And here's what I mean by lack of transparency. So Colorado passed that law that said you had to post a range. You had to tell people what they were going to make. Like if you want people to work in our city, or if you want to employ people in our city, we have like a cost of living. You should be 
you know, you should be on par with that cost of living at, at least. Sure. So you have to, you have to post it. Yeah. And then what was it like 10 or 20 or 30 big companies were hiring for remote positions and little asterisks at the bottom said, if you live in Colorado, we're not hiring you. Yeah. Oh, really? Because, because they didn't want to post what they were earning. Yeah. Could you imagine that? I was giving, I gave this same example. So if somebody's heard this twice, bear with me, but I gave the same example. Like I used to sell cars. That's how I started selling. Yeah. Could you imagine if you walked into a car dealership and they didn't give you the price or they said, Hey, you're from, or like, you, you know, sure. you're, you live in another town. I'm not going to tell you what the price of the car is until you, until you get into finance and then see the contract and then you can know what the price is and hopefully you like it. Right. Right. No, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you don't sell stuff like that. Right. I well, mean, anything, right? So, okay. Interesting topic for you to bring up. All right. See, go because ahead. I'm a, I'm a proponent of what seems to maybe be the opposite side. Okay. Um, well, let's I've, talk about it. Yeah, I, I could absolutely. be wrong. Let's lay it on the table, man. Um, so I think that is a problem of the company on their behalf trying to hire. I mean, if, if they're trying to say, if you are a, a, a person of Colorado, a resident of Colorado, you don't qualify for this position. Like, okay, fine. All right. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm actually okay with that. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. personally, like if they're going to go for American based people and like, that's the laws, like, yeah, sure. Like in my opinion, fine. Like, cause me personally, my entry level positions as an ISA start at $4 an hour. Yeah. And I have people coming up to me all the time. Like people that are from like my past lives, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, dude, how can I like, can you hire me? Like blah, blah, blah. blah. And I'm like, no, you don't want to work for me. Like yeah. I'll hire a U.S. based citizen for one position right now. And it's salesperson. Yeah. Commission based salespeople. Like, and you can make a killing. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. but we don't have any positions available. Like, like there's a waiting list. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we've got, we've got the next person who's going to be training like in line because like the, the earning potential is phenomenal. Right. But like, yeah, it's like, we don't, I, uh, our, no, our positions don't require yeah. a $15 an hour um, um, person. person. Yeah. Right. And you know, what's interesting, like, I don't want to be this person, but I'm going to be this person. Like <laughs> yeah. I've hired, I've hired us based Facebook ads, media buyers. <clears throat> right. Okay. So they're purchasing the ads. They're setting up the ads for my clients in my business. Right. And the U S based people, I've had an incredible amount of frustration and problems with, uh, they, they, they have zero responsiveness, like yeah. <laughs> on the, on the scale of one to 10, how much responsiveness does this person have? It's a freaking zero, like yeah. 48 hours before I'm getting a response back. Like, wow, Oh, Hey, I'll get on it. Right. Like turns their cell phone off during the weekend, like totally get the culture. You need to be running a business, not being an employee though. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like if, if that's the lifestyle you want to live, like you got to build a freaking business. You got to put in the work to get there first like yeah. you can't be an employee and give like half-ass work in my opinion you know what i mean because yeah. like now now my whole company is run by two pakistani media buyers okay why because i put them uh, in the gauntlet bro i was like okay so this person gets some accounts this person gets some accounts this person gets some accounts and this person gets some accounts as the the accounts progress in age there are things that are required like Hey, the, the client wishes, um, 
we add the sentence that this practice follows all COVID protocols, right? Yeah. So that gets posted in a Slack channel and I'm monitoring the responsiveness, right? Yeah. US-based media buyers, 12, 24, 36 hours, not even like that, not even batting an eye. Yeah. My my Pakistanis, they're hungry, bro. Two hours, four hours at <laughs> most. The change is done, dude. Yeah. Like completed in the Slack channel, notified the the agency owner or the client, yeah. whoever it is, like, hey, change has been made. Um, like all edits have been published. It's yeah. in review, right? That's cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, well, I, I'm just yeah. You can't you can't go wrong. Like, if somebody wants to have a lax ass job, <laughs> they need to build a freaking company first, bro. Yeah. Like, and if you're an American citizen and you're like, look, I want the I want the chill ass, like I'm not doing anything in my life, like I work four hours a week <laughs> lifestyle, put in the work to build the company then. Yeah. Cause like you don't get that in a job. Period. It doesn't matter if your job is based in China, Canada, US, freaking Europe, wherever. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, get that as an employee. Like you gotta like, you gotta go the extra mile as an employee. You wanna build a business, you gotta go, you gotta like 10 times the extra mile first. Yeah. Then you get to relax. Like there's sometimes bro, like where I don't work for a week. Yeah. Like I actually just like, I freaking, I don't know, man, I got like some mental weirdness <laughs> going on up in this brain where like I'll disappear, dude. Like yeah. I'll work super hard. I'll line everything out for the business. And then I'll just like, I gave everybody direction and I step away. I'll yeah. just go work on my bus for like a week, dude. <laughs> I don't pick up my phone. Like I don't respond to anybody. Like I, it's terrible. I know it's bad. Like I'm, I will be the first person to say that I am the worst thing for my business at this point. Like I'm taking the steps necessary to remove myself. Like I want one role at this point and it's the center of attention. Yeah. That's all I want for my company. Like the, 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 the lead generator for the high ticket program. That's it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I do that and the, the rest of the company should run itself. And that's like where we're at. Like, yeah. Mm. That's cool, man. Yeah. I, I get I get what you say though about companies not wanting to hire. Um yeah, I get it. They can do whatever they want. I just think I think that's contributing though. I don't think it's helping to the fact like we're having a mass exit. Like if and they're the ones complaining too, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of why I get I get mad. Like, oh, we have an exodus. Well, dude, you're not, you know what I mean? You're not put treating forth people. The right. effort. Yeah, yeah put you're forth not the effort. And that's all I'm saying. Cause because I agree with you too. It's also on the same, on the same page as like you know, sometimes we got to do what we got to do as, as employees yeah. to, uh, to make the living that we want to make and to do the things that we want to do. Well, like you got to start where you're at. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, for sure. I've signed over 40 W2s to the, <laughs> to the IRS. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I've done what I had to do. Like I went through every possible thing. Why? Because I was lost. Right. Like <laughs> I started my, I started my, um, work life journey, just like trying to fill a resume. Like, what else can I add? Like, Ooh, I could be a manager over here. Yeah, totally. Here's my two weeks notice here. I'm going to go over here. Right. Yeah. Like, I yeah, know. that is the grind, bro. That is the grind. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. It's kind of crazy, man. So, t so how long have you had your digital marketing company? This one, 13 months. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. September, 2020 middle oh, of a nice, pandemic. Man. Yeah. Right before elections. Right before the holidays. <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah, that's crazy time to start. Oh my God, it was ridiculous. But like, made it work. Um, <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah. Dude, right before elections, everything like, I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. But I remember being in, 
two different elections while I was, I mean, I've been in, I've been in a lot, but while I've been selling, I've been in like three or four and, uh, dude, it's been, it's weird right before an election. It doesn't matter what, what happens. Like, you know, someone's going to win. The economy just slows, dude. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Dude, I love sales during elections because I, I bring that shit up. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Mr. Prospect, listen here. Listen here. Like, you've been through this time and time again, right? Yeah. Somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to lose. The drama's going to happen. It's going to pan out. <laughs> and guess what? Everything's going to go back to normal. So, like, don't get all caught up in the hype. Like, yeah. That's how I, that's how I made it through the elections. I was like, dude, like, they're like, aren't you worried about the elections? I'm like, look, at the end of the day, like the packages I was selling, it was like pay per transfers or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, look, man, at the end of the day, all it does is cost me more money. You don't have to trip. Like, uh, you're, no, you're, it's, you're paying. It's true. Me I mean, yeah. Client. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I mean, obviously we made it through, we made it work, but it's just weird. Like, it's just weird how everybody gets all freaked out because I agree with you. I, I tell people, okay. yeah, I tell people all the time. I'm like, it doesn't matter, bro. Like no, the president dude. doesn't really affect our day to day that much. That's I mean, a little thing, bit, bro. but like, they don't, I get, you get, that much. Bro. Yeah. You get like all these young entrepreneurs who are like, oh my gosh, like this is coming up. <laughs> like, what am I going to do about the holiday season? Like, how am I going <laughs> to keep with that? And I'm like, the holiday season has come every year forever. Yeah. Like, we'll it's gonna fine. Keep, You're fine. It's going to keep coming forever. And like, I've been through all of them. They're yeah. fine. Like it just yeah. happens. Like, you adjust, like be yeah. prepared, like your cost, your, 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 your ad spend is going to go up, like <laughs> yeah. just prepare, like whatever. Like. Yeah, man. What, um, what did you do right before that? What did you do before this, this digital? Before this agency, like I said, I was yeah. in Mason, uh, building okay. chimneys. Okay. Um, I did that for about 12 months, maybe 13. Before that, um, my wife and I, we lived in, uh, Pocatello, Idaho. Okay. Little middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was working as a uh, gift shop attendant, $10 an hour so, running so, a freaking cash. Okay, man. Bro. So how I do you know, go from gift it. shop attendant, Mason, to owning your own agency and doing very well for yourself? What, what, dude, what happened? Uh, the pain of living the life I was living became greater than the pain it would take to put in the effort to build the life I wanted. Yeah. That was it. Why'd you pick an agency? I took stock of my assets. What did I have personally? I had a business network. Um, I had run an agency before. So I had okay. a year and a half worth of Facebook connections that were in the digital marketing space. And I personally had the skills to um, build a digital marketing agency and like a lot of experience. Yeah, I took stock of my assets, right? Like what I mentally had to work with. And it was a business network. Yeah, specifically designed towards the digital marketing uh, 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 realm, essentially. Yeah, and I knew what to do. I knew what to do to make the agency work, essentially. And I just didn't stop. I, I first month I tapped my personal resources, um, my personal network, talked to everybody I could possibly know, like yeah. Jacob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And started and said yes to everything initially. Right. Right. Uh, within thirty days, I hired my first employee who became eventually now he's my director of operations. I got lucky, man. I got lucky. Like yeah. he wasn't some dweeb that didn't know what he was doing. Some like, Oh, what's his name? Cause I think I know who that is. Daniel. Daniel. Daniel that's bro. he's the man. He's fire bro. He's like, so good. Dude. He deserves to own part of this freaking company. Bro. Yeah. Like, um, it's in the future, dude. I'm like, he owned, he, he deserves it. Yeah. Like he's he super cool. I remember dude. working with him. 
and a super cool guy. I remember that. He is, man, like a brilliant human being. I just got lucky. He was the first employee I hired in this company. (laughs) I paid some other company to, to find somebody, train somebody and give them to me for one specific role. And it was Daniel. (laughs) It was Daniel. I was like, holy cow. And like from him, we grew from him to another, to another, and another. And we just like, we, we like coasted at three or four employees for most of a year. Yeah. And then we just hockey sticked. Like we went from small business to small business. And I realized one of my biggest weaknesses is client management and, and just like being part of the business, dude. Like I've got the vision. Like that's it. Like <laughs> I got the vision and I can gather attention. That's it. Like yeah. that's where I belong. So like I'm building the company to like have like, specific protocols for fulfillment and like benchmarks that you like, you got to hit like whatever anyways and, and pass that baton (laughs) so that I can just like do what I'm good at essentially. But yeah, which is the, which is the selling the high ticket. Yeah. But just the high ticket stuff, man. Like we have like fulfillment level sales, like our done for you agency where we like, we build an agency for somebody and Oh wow. Yeah. Like we give five, we, we, we get, well, I'm saying we guarantee because that's our current offer. Yeah. We guarantee five clients because we'll do whatever it takes to get those five clients. Right. We got for, uh, for another person, for another person who wants to be uh, an agency owner, we get you five clients that pay you $3,000 a month. So, oh, wow. Yeah. You, so all through like, like pay-per-click or copywriting or what do you, what do you, what are they? Is the it, lead is gen the offer engines? different? Yeah. Lead what, gen engines? No. Okay. So the offer is always the same. The offer Here's the kicker. It's really cool. Like about our whole offer, the, 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 our offer to these agency owners is that they get to use an offer to their clientele. That's very specific to our agency. Yeah. And it's the Facebook ads plus lead generation. Uh, I'm sorry, plus lead follow-up. Yeah. Right? Which is cool. with our call center. Right, right, right. Yeah. So like what we were doing with, with mobile detailing, yeah. right? Like, you we, set up the appointments and then call them and then we negotiate. generate, yeah. yeah, we generate the leads on Facebook with Facebook ads. And then we send those leads into our call center yeah. where humans are taking care of the follow-up and they uh, book appointments for whatever service that the, the, the business is taking care of. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean like that's how we started. Uh, we, we ended up like morphing into okay. working only with digital marketing agencies. Okay. Right. So, so like, somebody who wants to do a digital marketing agency. Right. Right. And okay. so like, like the biggest reason we, we pivoted was because of my, <laughs> my personal capacities to yeah. handle like day-to-day conversations with small business owners. Yeah. Like your, your average chiropractor <laughs> doesn't know a whole lot about marketing or or, or dentist yeah, yeah, or yeah. Uh, like personal injury attorney or whatever. Or like, lawn care companies or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And huh? so I, I got like, when you start thinking at scale, right. When I started this company, I was thinking at scale from the beginning, like the very, like my whole purpose was like build this company to a point where it grows by itself and I can step away with a salary <laughs> and pursue my own passions, which is like yeah. mentoring and coaching and life, like helping other people progress through their life. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, we started with the small business stuff and we morphed because I just could not handle the conversations. Like when you're talking to 20, 20 clients a week or a a month, right. Like about the same stupid problem. Like they have the, (laughs) like, I'm like, 
look, you're you're bringing up a thing that isn't all, a thing. We're going to have one webinar. Yeah. All 20 of you need to show up. Exactly. We're going to address this all at the same time. I couldn't do it, get out of here. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Instead, I said, I'm done. I'm not working with you people anymore. Like, small, like small businesses? Yep. Okay. I don't. So who do you work with now? Marketing agencies. That's just, it. Okay. Just market. Okay. Or people oh, that, I see. It was people that okay. want to be marketing agencies too. Yeah. Okay. So like my dream client right now is somebody that's been in this, the marketing industry for like three or four years have like tried to start the marketing company. Like they've been like experienced a little success. They've probably got like a little bit of like side clients here and there. Like that's what happens. You know, I'm going to start a digital marketing. Yeah, agency. Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's freaking hard, bro. Like to maintain it. Yeah. That's tough dude. But like, that's my dream client. Somebody that's been there and they're like, you know, finally, like I I've got a little bit of money in, to invest in this. And Anthony, can do the whole thing, start to finish, build the agency for me um, in terms of um, agency to business uh, lead gen, agency to business appointment setting and sales fulfillment. Yeah. So like, you don't even have to, even if you're like the worst salesperson in the world, you can pay us, we'll do it for you. We'll, we'll sell your close clients, deal, yeah. we'll close your deals. And we have the fulfillment side. Like when we close your deal, we're closing our deals. Like we're closing our program because yeah. our program's the best. Like the, the lead follow-up and the Facebook ads, like nobody else can, nobody else is doing that right now in the space where they've partnered the two, they've like married the two together yeah. and created one seamless offer. And so my sales conversations are easy, bro. Like yeah. my, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm talking to a sales prospect for my clients, my done for you agency clients, I'm talking to like dental practice <laughs> owners yeah. And I'm like selling them. Like I had a sales call right before I came in here <laughs> with some dental practice owner in like uh, Florida yeah. who, who stumbled onto one of my agency clients ads yeah. and finally booked an appointment through our appointment setters. Like we just got all this up running like Wednesday of last week. So it's <laughs> it super exciting. Like it's finally like coming together. Yeah. Um, we're like working on a sales team, getting a sales team, but currently it's just me doing all the sales. Yeah. Um, but anyways, like, well, isn't that funny, dude? Like that you yeah. can, that you can, uh, here's, cause I'm a huge sales guy. Like yeah. that's what I do. Yeah. Um, I've sold uh, everything, bro. I've sold for marketing agencies. And what I get so much flack on is when I tell people like sales is sales. Yeah. Like, I don't really care what it like, oh, well you couldn't, mine's so intricate. I'm like, shut the hell up, bro. Right. It's not, right. it's, it's like, does your client need what you have to offer? Mm-hmm. Right. The only reason you suck at sales, there's only two reasons you suck at sales. You're either not good at talking to people, which we can fix. We can, that's pretty easy. Or the thing that I can't fix. And the thing that happens most of the time is you have an offer that no one wants, dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's the offer. It's almost always the offer. It's almost always that's the offer. That's where I start. Dude. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like dude, your offer. is garbage. Like, <laughs> are you kidding? Me? Like, because dude, when, yeah. you want it, you want it like, okay, so this little nugget right here is like a game changer for dental marketing, dental <laughs> practice marketing agencies. Okay. Right. So, um, people like <sighs> take money up front, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you just, you just, if you want to improve your quality of leads, you just, you, you, you require a deposit up front, right? Yeah. Which is bananas. Why some people don't Yeah, take right. the money. Like, right. Like, yeah, well, yeah. Cause I'm not playing this game. It's like insurance, dude. It's like, uh, I'm going to pay the insurance company after I have an accident. Right. That's not how it works. You pay the insurance company up front. Consistently. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you know what I'm saying? But imagine that, right? That's that's what I tell people. I'm like, you right. can't pay the insurance company. Out. Or like go six months. I didn't have an accident. You don't have to pay them. Like, right. 
Right. That's not how it That's works. That's not how it works. Right. <laughs> you pay me up front and we'll get it done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's, I get a lot of flack for that. I get like sales is, I'm like sales is sales. So, cause I've always had this idea of an outsourced sales company. That's what I'm building. Yeah. Basically. It's freaking hard, bro. I had it's no tough. idea. I'm not, I'm no not saying it's I easy. I, okay. To be honest, like all candid. I had no idea what I was getting myself into yeah. when I was like, ah, screw it. Yeah, we'll do the sales for you. It's tough, dude. Bro, I didn't realize I was building an entire sales team. Like sales, sales a whole process, sales, everything. force, team. Like, I'm like, whoops. <laughs> yeah, dude. And I'm like, I'm I like, mean, hey I know guys, it's not easy. I'm like, thank you for being so patient with me. Like, that's why <laughs> this is exactly why we called it a beta program. Because yeah. like, holy cowabunga. Like, yeah. yeah. And we're like, we're super chill, right? So we're working with all these, like we took four beta students for this done for you. And we're starting four engines, two agency owned engines and four um, uh, uh, client owned engines, right? So two, four, six, eight, 10 engines total. Engines, lead, lead gen appointment setting engines, right? To get them sales. Yeah. And so it's cold emailing and cold calling are agency owned. We just round robin the appointments. So yeah. like we get, uh, we, we send out like, Hey, Mr. <laughs> Dentist, do you want to work with us from our agency? We book appointments. We get an appointment to book. We put it on this DFY client. Then we put it on this DFY client and this one. Yeah. And then we just, <laughs> yeah. we round robin. We do that with cold calling. We do that with cold emailing. Eventually we'll do it with like in-house Facebook ads from our own like white label Facebook page. Yeah. But currently we're setting up personalized LinkedIn automations. So like DFY client comes in, we sign them up. We say, give me your LinkedIn credentials. We're going to connect it to our software, automatically run some like connect you to a hundred people a day automations in the dental space. Like, yeah. And so we like, we generate, we, we turn on that engine for, you know, we can do whatever niche right now we're focusing on dental for these. Dude, Dude, it's amazing how like crazy dentists are though. In the space, bro. bro. Oh my god, it's unbelievable, dude. Every I feel like everybody goes after dentists, dude. They all well, you know why? It. Like a dental implant can be twenty to fifty grand, yeah, per client. Like a six, like you convert one patient per month. They they do a ten x ROI. Yeah. Wow. Close. Close to, to it. it. Right. Well, yeah. If you got a fifty grand dental yeah. implant, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like. So you're going so it after makes like, sense. And that's yeah. why everybody goes dental. But like at today, like I would not, anybody that wants to start a dental agency or I mean a marketing agency, I would not suggest dental. I would suggest like home services. Like, yeah. Because cleaning or. Well. Maybe not cleaning. So there, if you want to start a marketing agency today, you're going to have to be creative. First off, you're going to have to like analyze the, the market space and the spectrum that exists. Because like you've got major players in all the like the good spaces, right? Like four years ago, yeah, it was a free for all, right? Go wherever you wanted, run ads in any industry, you'll get clients. And now like you can't cold call dentists and, and successfully, like you can't make it work like very easily, right? Yeah. yeah. Because it's just been so drowned Inundated out. Inundated with mm-hmm. just a bunch it's of bullshit. Hammered, hammered. Yeah. So like, yeah, dental, Cairo, med spa, all the the healthcare because like yeah those were the high ticket stuff those were the things that were like the easy math right but you go to a, like a, yeah. a a house cleaning company 
and they're making $145. Their expenses are $100. Like, yeah, you're like, they're running you tight margins. Yeah. Sen- how do you make sense of this math? Like, you, you don't in most cases, right? Right. It just doesn't work. Right. And like, I don't know, probably DFY, I'm mean, not DFY, um, uh, 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 DWY done with you is probably the best, like a course or a SAS program for those kinds of spaces. Okay. Is like kind of probably where it's going to go. If you want to like talk about the future. <laughs> um, well, what do you mean done with you? Um, more like a coaching and SAS program, right? So like you pay $300 a month, you get access to all of this coaching, this courses, every single working ad in the, let's say you're a, 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 carpet or I mean a house cleaner, right? Yeah. You've got all of the successful ads that we've ever run as a house cleaning agency. You've got an entire coaching course on how to successfully, like how to set up your ads, run them, generate, turn them into clients, turn those lead or turn those leads into clients. And it's just a course, a one-time sold, like $300 a month, get some access to all these things. And hopefully yeah. you can design it in a way that has longevity, right? Yeah, that's so, sustainable. Yeah, sure. instead of a $1,500 a month house cleaning client, which is like a freaking unicorn, right? To, yeah, for a house true, cleaning man. company yeah, to be they, able to Because they don't charge that, that much. Yeah. Right, right. And like their expense, like you got to find a unicorn of a house cleaning company to be able to afford a $1,500 a month retainer. Like, Yeah, you'd have to, I mean, like, it'd have to be a monster. Gotta, right. And th- by then they're probably doing it in... Themselves. They've got their own solutions, like yeah. right? Like they've been doing thumbtack yeah. for so freaking long that like they're partners <laughs> in their area, you yeah. know, whatever, you know. So. Well, yeah, I was gonna say if if you if a house cleaning service can afford fifteen hundred dollars a month, they're probably already doing it. Yeah, they've right. got ten freaking cleaners working for them. Yeah, oh yeah, and they're, they're probably already. I mean, if they can afford it, they're probably already at the level that they that they're not really they've already done it. Yeah, they're not really needing it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good point. Good point. It's so it's hard. It's like industry wide. Like, so that's why Cairo's dental, uh, med spa, like attorneys, attorneys are difficult because like, yeah, screw super, I wouldn't freaking go out. I wouldn't freaking do anything for my, an attorney. My first two iterations of this company were in attorneys. <sighs> I did, I did a white label program where I took on six personal injury attorneys with a white label program where nope. the guy, he, he sold me, <laughs> he sold me his, um, cost per lead as his cost per acquisition. Okay. Big freaking difference. Like, yeah. Like break that down for a second. He was telling me $120. I can get you a uh, uh, qualified live transferred. We are brought to you guys by Sheffield cider. Now, if you've listened to the podcast before, you know that I love taste testing this cider. It's one of my personal favorites. And every guest that I bring on who tries it with me says the same thing. And they finally partnered with us so that you can share Sheffield Cider with those that you love. Sheffield Cider is a crisp, organic, artisan, non-alcoholic cider that comes from fresh apples right out of Sheffield Farms in Mesa, Washington. It really doesn't get better than this. So when you use code THINK10, you'll save 10% off a full case of Sheffield Cider. So make sure that you check them out, sheffieldcider.com, use code THINK10, and enjoy. It'll be the best decision you've ever made. Personal injury uh, client, 120 bucks, right? Yeah. Not even close, bro. Right. So I sold it. I doubled the rate, right? I was like 350. I sold it to six attorneys up front, paid up front, like nine, ten thousand yeah. dollar uh, agreements, right? Paid him to do the fulfillment. And he comes back halfway fulfilled on some of them. 
not even like halfway <laughs> on others and is like, well, we're going to need more money. And yeah. like, what are you talking about? It gave you most of it all already. Like you said, yeah. this is going to fulfill the whole thing. And he's like, well, I didn't work and blah, gave me a bunch of excuses. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> all right, screw it. Like, what can I get from this guy? Give me all your fulfillment stuff. He gave me all of his fulfillment stuff. I sold six more attorneys. Yeah. Same deals with the intention of fulfilling it myself. Yeah. So I ran everything the way he was running it. And then I didn't realize his cost per lead was actually the price that he was quoting me, not the cost per acquisition, not like, right, which is different. I like a get, lead is it like takes 10 leads to get an acquisition. acquisition. Yep, right. Yep, yep. So $120 a yeah. lead is a lot different than a $1,200 acquisition. <laughs> he, just, he didn't and know. Dude, he like, wasn't ready. <laughs> yeah, I was screwed. Dude, and that was my fault. 100% take accountability all day long. I did not do my due diligence. Had I simply asked several other agencies that were working in that space, like, hey, can I sell a $350 live transferred personal injury case? They'd be like, are you kidding me? No, that's a $2,000 lead, not $350, $400. Like, what are you talking about? You can't like you pay us as a white label or an affiliate and it's still going to cost you $1,500. Like, like, like I sold 12 attorneys, this package, bro, because I didn't do my due diligence. I got screwed. I owe all these people this money back. Like, and I've started payment programs. Other of them are, others of them are super mad at me. And like, (laughs) it's just like the struggles you've got to go through. And like, I want to be totally open and candid about that because like, I am totally unhappy about how that all went down. But like, I thought I trust, I thought I knew this guy. Like I'd been friends with him on Facebook for like three years. We, we'd talked back and forth for the last three years. Like I'd watched him grow his agency. And then like, I, I, I have, I have a person in my head that I'm thinking of who who you talk to. Cause this, cause this, I'll tell you after after we're done. Yeah. yeah, I don't want you to. I am not going to. Yeah. But I I think I I know. Cause I Dude, oh man, if I ever see this human being in person, I literally just want to knock him out. Like, yeah, no hard feelings. Like, I just, I have that much <laughs> rage just built up. Like, you piece of crap. I can't yeah. believe you did that to me. Like, I have a family, I have kids. I was not trying to start a business on, right, on this. Uh, you know, on wins, all these attorneys, yeah. all these attorneys think that I'm a freaking scam that like I'm, I'm out to just well, steal their freaking money. Like, uh, I'm yeah, like, and I'm I wouldn't s- want to. Yeah. I wouldn't want to deal with attorneys anyway for the simple reason. Dude, tell me about it. The stress, bro. Yeah, like they dude, send me always these, up these you. worst letters, bro. They send me the worst, like blah, 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 yeah. legal actions going to be blah. And I'm like, I'm like panicking. I'm like, no wonder my freaking doctor gave me anxiety medication. Like, yeah. I got to deal with this crap. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I would not deal with attorneys or CPAs. I don't, I don't give it. Dude, I would have quit. I'm going to tell you one thing right yeah. here. Like one of the biggest things about this last year. I would have quit three, four, five, or six times, right? Yeah. Had I not had my team, had I not decided to hire an employee and then another and another and develop a team that I was reliant on, yeah, that that became a part of my family, yeah, yeah. like, dude, like I would have, I would have quit, I would have quit a long time ago. Like, if it were just me, yeah. I'd be like, deuces, I'm out. Sorry, guys. <laughs> like, screw this. Like, I don't know what happened here. My bad. Right, like, right. But right. I had these people. I'm like. I, I got to thinking about like at the very end of the day, I was like, this guy pays his freaking child support with this income. Like this girl, she takes care of like four kids, right? She's a single mom of four kids, like full-time employee. Like my, my company 
feeds her and her kids, keeps a roof over their head. Like, yeah. And that's, so we got to keep going. Yeah. I was like, I ain't going to bitch out. Like <laughs> what? I'm going to tell them, Hey, you got to go find another job because I don't want to freaking Do man up yeah. or whatever, like whatever, like who like <laughs> man up. I know PC. Right. But like, no, I didn't want to just like freaking just like own it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like what? I was scared to have this conversation with these people that were mad at me. Yeah. And, and what I want to give up an entire business, like this person's life. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, not going to happen. So yeah, yeah it's, it's a lot though, dude. I mean, and that's good. That's good motivation for like business owners and, and people like really wanting to get in the space because when you start hiring employees, that's way different, dude. It is it's a different ball game. Yeah. It's a different ball game. So, um, what, what's the biggest thing? What's the big thing you posted on Facebook? You wanted to go on the podcast. You wanted to get your story out there. What's that story, man? If we haven't touched on it already. Oh man. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for asking the question. So my entire existence, sorry, let me get close to this microphone. I'm going to hug it. <laughs> my entire existence is at this point in my life, I've decided, right? It's not like, um, predestined thing. It's just something that I've decided. It's to spread the awareness to young adults and teenagers that there's a different path than the 40 hour week for 40 years. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's coming. I'm almost late to the game at this point right now. Like, you know, like everybody kind of sees it, they get it. Like automation is going to kill 70% of the, the college degrees. Right. Yeah. In the next 20 years, like it's coming. Yeah, you got to keep up. Man. People get it. Like yeah. nobody wants to be an employee. They all want to be an entrepreneur. Makes sense. Like my, my stand on my soapbox thing though, is learn a skill and sell it. Like <laughs> yeah. if you want to break down, if you want to break down the, like, how do I get away from the 40 hours a week for 40 years mentality? Like my whole family, every, like all of my influences <laughs> suggest that that's my path. Like, how do I break away from that? You learn a skill and you sell it. And yeah. how do you, what's the best way to do that? Don't get all fucking lost in la la land with like all this uh, <laughs> uh, analysis paralysis, but take stock of your assets. Like what have you developed? What are you, what have you been good at yeah. for the last, however long you've been doing things? Yeah. Right. And there's something there. There's something there. If there's not anything there, pick something that interests you, learn a skill and then go sell it sell it as a freelancer, sell it as an entrepreneur, yeah. sell it as somebody completely reliant on themselves for their income, for their, <laughs> right, their dude. life sustainability, because that's the key, dude. Like the second you can get somebody to learn a skill and sell it, you broke it. You pop the bubble, the 40 hours for, for 40 years. Yeah. Mindset is gone. You're no longer, it doesn't, you don't, you're not, it's maybe not like totally e exhausted. Like you totally completely destroyed the mindset. But what you've done yeah. is you've given yourself that seed of, well, crap. Like I actually did learn a skill and I did sell it for money. <laughs> and if I could just scale that up and do it a little bit more, I could actually replace the income that I've got here. And maybe a side benefit is I don't have to actually go to a business like brick and mortar <laughs> place and log in. I clock in every day. I could go yeah. do it on the beach or no, dude, uh, whatever you want. I you agree know? with you. I think sales is, so, well, sales gave me a lot of freedom. Dude, sales is gave me a lot it is hundred percent. Like everything's a sale, bro. You know that by now. Oh yeah. Everything yeah, is a sale. Like yeah. you want to, you want to have a conversation about religion with somebody. It's a sale, bro. Like <laughs> yeah. how do I, how do I align myself? I remember, with this yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember when, uh, cause I served, I served a mission 
And um, I remember coming back out of the out of my mission and coming to one of my first sales trainings. And I'm like, yeah, this is the MTC, bro. Mm-hmm. This was this was everything they taught us how to find people, how to help people make commitments, how to push, you know, really? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. man, bro. Let me there's a book that they have. It's called Preach My Gospel. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a it's a mastermind sales training book. I need a copy of that. Yeah, go get it, dude. Yeah. You can get it for like three bucks. <laughs> Wait, I'm dead serious. Really? But yeah, bro. It's, you can I probably get it for free. Dude, I have a basic... Uh, so I went to Weber State, <laughs> yeah. studied sociocultural anthropology with okay. an emphasis in religion. <laughs> dead serious. I'm like, yeah. I have all the classes for my degree. I just didn't get a minor. I didn't make it. I didn't, I didn't make it a minor. A minor. Yeah. yeah. And then I like, I had a, a broke up with a fiance. I yeah. blew up a $5,000 motor that I just, I bounced. I left the state. I, was like, <laughs> I never finished, but yeah, that's another story. That's <laughs> funny though. No, but seriously, like, and then when you're selling, right, you need social proof. Yeah. So in the, you know, in this book, they call it something different, but it's social. It's like bringing people, like giving other people, showing other people, you know, showing that this one client, Here's a, a you know testimonial. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone had a someone that did a something and all of a <laughs> Listen, sudden yeah, they're look, believers. I, and I, you know what else better. I get so much flack on that? I get, I get in trouble for that. But I'm like, listen, yeah. listen, bro. There's a, there's a whole chapter. Thank you. There's a whole chapter in it that goes, how to use time wisely. Okay. And we had a guy come to us. He was really high up in the, in the church organization. And he was like, if you want to make a million dollars a year, you'll rip this chapter out of the book and keep it for the rest of your life. Oh, I mean, and this guy, I mean, and he hadn't, I mean, he wasn't a joke. Like these guys, have you ever noticed bishops are six figure earners only or more period or or, or you're in Europe, you're in Europe. It's two, it's, it's two commas period. Like, yeah, you don't make it, you don't make it in the church. And I just like, I want to bring that out there. You don't make it as like top level in the church without money, bro. You don't. No, no, because you need you to, have to be successful. Yeah, you, you have to be successful, and you have to be able to uh, divvy up your time. Network. Yeah, yeah, it's a time. It's about time. It's about showing people so. how to be successful. Yeah, I mean, listen, I I love my religion, yeah. um, but I'm not, I'm not uh, naive to the fact that there are some things that that you can spin however you want it, and I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, and I, and I don't get offended. Look, listen, I grew up in Iowa, bro. I had people in, in a part of Iowa that, uh, well, so, you know, um, right next to Missouri and Missouri had an extermination order on Mormons until probably, I mean, that's only like 20 years that they, that they've gone away from it. Wow. Like it was legal to kill a Mormon in Missouri. Holy cowabunga. Forever. For a long time. So, I mean, I had people coming up to me in my high school, like. Yeah, if it was ten years ago. I could have brought my gun, take you to Missouri, and shot you, and I'd be free. So I see, listen. and I got I got the opposite <laughs> end of that. Oh, really? I grew up here, born and raised. Oh, yeah, Davis County, Utah. Sure. And it was, are you Mormon? And I'd say no, and they'd say, my mom <laughs> says I can't play with you. So I got that. I got that because I wasn't Catholic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so listen, it's people are, people are shitty. Yeah. All right. Right. Okay. My I, I had my wife went down to the south. Yeah. And, and they, they were, they were terrible. First of all, they're super sexist. So my wife is down in the middle of the Bible belt and she's trying to preach religion and people in the church wouldn't even give her a key to the build. Like they were missionaries Oh my gosh. and they wouldn't give her a key to the building as a missionary. Cause she's a girl. Wow. And then she still. would go teach. Yeah. Still. So it's like, people are just yeah. shitty, bro. Yeah, I, I agree. 
But totally. Because I, uh, I remember. And that's my mission, bro. That's yeah. my mission. Like, tell like, people they're not. Tell people to stop being shitty. And that, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, that's the thing with like the the TikTok generation, bro. Like, yeah. information spreads so damn fast, bro. Yeah, and it's so like readily available. The entire world can know a, a yeah. thing, a concept in twenty four hours with TikTok, dude. I love it, man. I want to. I want to. I want to. You know, my favorite uh, so much more, man. Like, it's brilliant. you know my favorite uh, TikTok trend is though. What? Is the uh, I'm not on TikTok. I've just heard about this. I've I've found a few things out. Listen, TikTok's TikTok's bad for my soul. Uh All right, (laughs) Um, that's also a story for another time. But uh, I remember, and I've just seen these, and I've had friends tell me about them. But you know, Nancy Pelosi's husband is a huge stock guy, and so one of the big trends on TikTok. Okay, so first of all, the definition of insider trading is using insider information to make a money on the stock market. Okay, I will give you the caveat that it's extremely hard to prove. Yeah. But I mean, Martha Stewart's a great example. Right. This is insider trading. Yes. Right. Okay. So you can get dinged for it. So Nancy Pelosi tells her, okay, all right. She didn't allegedly, she didn't tell her husband to sell the stock of Tesla two weeks before Tesla subpoenaed in front of a in front of a, a government council hmm. and their stock plummets. Mm-hmm. And he magically sold it two weeks earlier, mm-hmm. bro. You're mm-hmm. and she, Nancy Pelosi's on the council. You're higher than a kite. So my favorite TikTok trend is uh, so now there's a law that um, Nancy Pelosi, these government officials, have to release their stock trades 45 days after they make them. So there's this guy going, "Hey, if Nancy's doing it, we're doing it." Yeah, and he's like, "And nothing's happened." And I'm like, "Great, how the turntables have turned." Yeah, right. Yeah, that's an office reference. Um, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's like, Oh, Nancy just sold. Let's sell. I've seen that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah Nancy just sold. Nancy just bought this one. Guys, we're buying it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, right on, dude, because that's, I mean, like, why not? Yeah. We yeah, should. Yeah, if yeah, she's yeah, not going to get in trouble she's for top. it. Yeah. She's top. Then, and she's, she knows she's the front line of Bro, information. She, like, yeah. that's important. That's the most important thing. Like, imagine, yeah. imagine being at the front line of a business. Like, what decisions are you going to make <laughs> the best ones? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So follow, that's, stand on the shoulders of giants, bro. Right. And Don't so, any, and so when you brought yeah. up like TikTok information, that was the first thing that popped in my head. Cause I was like, it's real, dude. That's great, isn't, dude. Like dude, TikTok is amazing. And all you need like, is you need TikTok and Robin hood and you can make it and you can make the trades that Nancy Pelosi's making. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get out of here, bro. Yeah. There's no. And so I agree with you. Like, there's no reason you can't make a little extra money. My my mission is similar to yours. My mission is just to help people get through their foot through the door by just telling them like, it's okay if you're not making 10 grand a month. Yeah. Like if you can make 500 extra, but like if I gave you. Dude, most people don't want 10 grand a month. You know yeah, what I mean? That's exactly right. That's my point. Like, like, ben, like for ben, real, for real. <laughs> like Ben, if you had an extra thousand dollars a month, would you be okay? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Right. right? We don't need, we don't need dude. to be. Elon Musk right now. If you, if you're an Elon Musk, dude, go. And I don't have a problem with him. And if you get that big, dude, I never, I never wanted a company like this, right? (laughs) Like I never wanted this. What I've got 20 freaking employees. I have over $10,000. I have five figures a month in payroll, right? Yeah. yeah. It's terrifying. It's scary because like, uh, dude, I've been locked out of money, right? Checking (laughs) account froze. Uh, Payment processors froze two weeks, dude. I haven't been able to move money. Oh wow! Yeah, paranoid that it like yeah, it's terrible. The, the stress that caused like ten grand a month in payroll 
two weeks, I bi-weekly pay period, right? Yeah, so like yeah, yeah. just barely scraped by, like was able to scoop in enough in time. Like it's all just stupid stuff too. It's like banks being retarded, right? Oh, I hate, like, yeah. Banks are, um, oh dude, they just live by their own rules. They just yeah, bro. Rules, they're man. like, they're like, you shouldn't be making this much money. And I'm like, but I am. So give it to me, damn it. Like, yeah. please. Dude, like, and they're weird, bro. They they're are. like, we have to protect against. No, you don't, dude. I'm like, well, every we, single client listen. called you and said this money was totally legitimate. Now put it in my freaking account, please. Thank yeah, you. Like, yeah. yeah. And you know what's funny about that? You know, you know what? There's one industry that I think is just going away because number one, it's so archaic. And number two, it's literally a middleman. There's no reason we need payment processors. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, there, it's like, yeah. it's like, okay, so what are they there They're for? Useless. I give, I give my money to a mm-hmm. payment processor. They, they give it to you. Yeah. You're, you get, you as the consumer, give it to a payment processor. Yeah. They give it to me. It's literally a, a well, it's I called a clear, it's called a clearing house. ACH stands for automated clearing house. There's oh. no reason for it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That makes uh, sorry, <laughs> like a whole bunch of stuff just clicked for me with, when you said ACH. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's what it's called. And so it's funny because like I was driving the other day and I was like, because somebody, somebody said a a great business would be Stripe for Vice. So it's really hard for for, what? For Vice. So for like Vice, like businesses, like Vice businesses. So like marijuana, CBD, CBD, strip clubs, yeah, strip clubs, guns. Stripe for Vice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the problem is though, is that you got banks involved. Yeah, bro. They, they don't want to get, and then you have like when I started my CBD business, the hardest thing ACH to start pay, or payment was payment payment processing. Po- payment processing. They we got, that's, that's why we got all our shut, uh, stuff shut down. Was we switch over from credit card processing to ACH, and we just ran it like Stripe, dude. We didn't type in any customer info. We did like none oh, yeah. none dot com. We did like 30 oh, grand yeah, in payment that. processing on ACH <laughs> with none at none.com and no customer info. So yeah, they're you like, can't do that. whoa, yep. whoa. You don't do, do yeah. That. So anybody that's listening, <laughs> you go to ACH, <laughs> enter all your customer information. Yeah. Cause they have, otherwise to you're going to have a massive headache, which is another, just listen, I don't do that. Yeah. I don't like, listen, I don't like, go- I don't mm-hmm. like any government thing. And that's what payment processing is. And by the way, I know a payment processor right now. He's the best dude I've ever met in my entire life. Salt of the earth. But JLC, the, but the I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Is his initials JLC? No, no. no. Oh, okay, cool. No, okay. um, but I, but I know, but we all know good people. But that yeah. whole industry is like, why can't you pay me money? Yeah, and that be it. Yeah, just yeah, right. We don't need a middleman, dude. You know what I'm doing? You know what I'm doing? <laughs> Trying to move everything to Bitcoin. I want, I want transfers. I want transfers between my Coinbase. Like, you pay yeah. me, I pay you. It's all Bitcoin. We and don't have to worry so about I, like I all like, this extra payment. It's like yeah, Bitcoin I like, wallets, uh, Bitcoin wallet. And look, and I and by the way, I get like processing fees. So if we have to like, and that's the thing, right? Sure, it's like moving like money get that kind with of Coinbase or whatever. Right. Yeah. I get you get it with ETH, they're gas fees. Somebody's yeah. gotta make sure these are all legit. Oh, whatever, dude. But I don't need to give you like five, all this five point five percent of what dude. I'm making just just because you have the website to enter the credit card information. <laughs> Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can do smart contracts now with Ethereum. You can, so, so the money's not released until both. Everything's changing. Oh, yeah. I, I I did. I told that to my buddy. I was like, look, money's going DeFi. Like, we're going on my phone. I'm going to be able to send you money like this quickly. And he was like, and I'll be able to pay for things like this. And he's like, no way, dude. No way. And I'm like, yep. And then the next year, we, I mean, NFTs have been around since 2018. They didn't get really big until earlier this year, right? Yeah. Um, 
that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> it's You're, great. Bro. Yeah, dude. I, I, I have a couple of NFTs, bro. Do you? It's great, oh dude. man, I love it. Hey, you just uh, you get I'm your so MetaMask slow. account going to OpenSea. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah up, tell me that later. Because I'm, I'm gonna, I want to. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's like you buy the early ones, bro. It's like freaking some of these like, like baseball cards, bro. Yeah, like, some of these like, like off the wall, random, stupid crap. Like, yeah, that's the one you want to buy. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Board Ape Yacht Club, Mutant Yacht Yacht Club. We have a great guy here in Salt Lake. His name's Chris Lee. He owns Artifact Studios. Um, that his NFTs are off the freaking wall. Dude. No way. And he makes money off of them, dude. Really? Money. Oh, he's just, and cool. he's just, it's a, it's a, I, want I don't know exactly. Him. Listen, I don't know exactly what programs he uses, but it's like Adobe After Effects, bro. He's making yeah. a GIF. Yeah. I mean, listen, okay. Super now simple. I say that, I say that. It's with, a GIF with, with code behind it. Come yeah. on, don't with, disrespect with, the system. <laughs> with like, but he's, but they're beautiful. Like no one can do it. Like this guy, they made a shoe. They made an NFT shoe mm -hmm. and they sold it for like, couple hundred grand couple oh. hundred grand oh. six figure multiple six figure dude, and, and with the nft made it in like six hours right oh yeah it was dude, yeah. unbelievable and then uh when you buy the nft you get the actual physical shoe yeah that it looks like so it's i oh. mean yeah dude it's great that's wonderful yeah so i mean but, whoa and then you're like okay and then you're like well who would pay 200 grand for a shoe everybody well everybody would everybody would a physical and a digital copy and like and me? and it's only your dude it's really cool so there's a lot of cool things happening in utah in the nft <gasps> space dude okay wait hold on <laughs> potentially let me let, let me run this one all right I'm, i'll tell i've been in the nft i've been okay. i went on a rabbit hole dude so i'll tell you okay so i'm an oil painting artist right? okay yeah. like um i've had I already know where you're going with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can do it. Okay, cool. Because <laughs> I have a, musicians, Tory Lanes. Tory Lanes sold a million copies of his NFT album, made like Are you kidding? Trash. Me? Dude, you know what my like dumpsters full you know of money? My forte is? You know what my forte is? Like um significant historical figures. Yes. Yeah. But just facial facial black and white, like as if yeah. it were go make it, go stuff. make an NFT and go. Start a and Discord channel, pre-sell, give away a few, and then sell Plano, them for Socrates, the, then, all the way to Elon Musk, bro. Like and then you're, and then you're, uh, then you're the floor of your NFTs are like 15 ETH. Oh shit, 15 ETH. Oh dude, bro, you can't listen. If you look up artifacts on OpenSea, if you look up artifacts on OpenSea, you can't touch one of Chris Lee's works without paying six figures. I mean. Like that's the minimum. So let's see. This I was think the Utah guy. This is the Utah guy. Yeah, hmm. dude, he's on. Dude, they're they're unbelievable. I interviewed a guy on this podcast, um, Harish Latlakar, who owns Superworld. He's a co-founder of Superworld, which is a meta universe. Can I pause to go potty? Hey, you know what? Actually, my boy's got to go. So we're actually going to wrap up. Yeah. Okay. Tell everybody where you can find they can find you. <gasps> oh, okay. So on the mic. Yeah. If you guys are interested in the um. Uh, young adult entrepreneur education stuff. You can go to yae.glblxm.com. That'll like be in the Global description. X marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Um, that's if you just like want the coaching and the additional help on how to like enter your entrepreneurial journey. Um, if you're more interested in the done for you agency, like you're like ready to make a commitment and start an actual agency, get five clients under your belt. Um, DFY dot glblxm.com okay right on dude well hey thank you so much man i appreciate it dude i freaking love it thank you so much